0: The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi, everyone. Kimberly Falker here, the host of the longest-running podcast on dance, Balancing Point Podcast, and the owner and CEO of the world's largest podcast network dedicated solely to dance. We currently host 10 shows on the network, each providing you with amazing value and insight into the world of dance. And one of these shows is called Potted Chat, hosted by Barry Carolus. And if you've not had a chance to listen to his show, now is the time. He recently produced an episode called Holiday Shopping Ideas for Dancers. On this show, he gathered recommendations from each of the hosts featured on the Premier Dance Network. Not only that, but some of the hosts offered some amazing giveaways. So if you're looking for gift ideas or would like a chance to win one of the giveaways offered, stop by Premier Dance Network and click on Barry's show, Pa to Chat. All right, so let's get started with today's episode of The Whole Dancer.
1: Welcome back to the Whole Dancer Podcast episode five. Today we're going to talk about calorie counting and whether or not this is a good way for dancers to manage their weight or reach something that they might see as an ideal weight. I recently came across a YouTube video that I found a little bit concerning. It was about a ballerina who had a goal to lose a half a pound a week to reach her quote unquote goal weight in about three weeks. Now, of course, I agree. I think half a pound a week is a really fine and respectable way to lose weight. You know, pace. You don't want to go too quickly. Half a pound a week a week is reasonable. It's not over the top. It's definitely something that can be achieved healthfully. So this dancer was detailing for the interviewers what she ate and how she did the math to count her calories and calorie deficit to reach the desired outcome. Calorie counting, however, is not up to date as far as dieting goes. First of all, I don't think dancers should ever look at an eating plan or changes in their diet or food plan rather as a quote unquote diet. You are a active person who is moving all throughout the day. Even as a student, you, you likely have two or more hours of intense training every single day. Calorie counting and dieting are not the ways that you should approach food. As an athlete, food is fueling you. It is your life source. It is keeping you healthy. It is keeping you injury free. Try to avoid getting into a headspace where you look at food in a really negative way or like some foods are bad and some foods are good. It's so important to keep a balanced mindset and a healthy mindset when it comes to food and your eating plan. So if you use words like diet or you say, I'm going to try to go on a new diet, I need to lose weight, blah, 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 do yourself a favor and start to switch that language because language is so powerful and the things that we say, especially to ourselves, are so powerful. So try and switch that language to I'm going to switch up my eating plan or I'm going to experiment with a new way of eating and keep it really positive and don't let it be restrictive or negative or It just gets into the realm of unhealthy much too quickly. So the reason I'm so anti-calorie counting is because all calories are not created equal. I'm gonna share a little quote from Dr. Mark Hyman because I think it's so smart. And if you need more information from him, he has some great books and awesome resources on his website, Dr. Mark Hyman. He says, some calories are addictive, others healing some fattening some metabolism boosting that's because food doesn't just contain calories it contains information every bite of food you eat broadcasts a set of coded instructions to your body instructions that can either create health or disease so you see Calories are not just numbers. So that's why food and what you eat can't just be about the math of calories in, calories out. You need to think about the quality of the food that you're eating, the food choices that you're making, where you're getting it from, how far the food traveled, whether it's organic or conventional, whether it was made with pesticides or not. You need to look at your food intelligently and make smart choices. So what are some smart choices with food? Of course, you need to have as many fruits and vegetables as possible. I think that all dancers regardless of your preferences, need to lean towards a plant-focused diet. This doesn't mean that you're not eating any animal foods. For some people and for some dancers, animal foods work and they're necessary. However, your diet should always be heavy in those plant foods, and those healthy plant-based foods. Calorie counting is not sustainable. You are not going to want to spend your entire life tracking calories, whether it's in an app. Yes, I know that those apps are much easier maybe than other things, but you're not going to be wanting to do that forever, even if it's in an app. If you write it down, sometimes it just gets a little bit obsessive and you beat yourself up if you don't stick to the, the number goal that you set for the day. And it's not something you're going to want to do for the rest of your life. Whereas, if you can create an eating plan where you are consistently picking healthy foods that you enjoy, and I guarantee the more healthy foods you eat, the more you start to really taste those awesome flavors in something as simple as a blueberry, and the more you appreciate that, and the more you'll really enjoy those foods as, you know, your sweet craving can be fixed with blueberries or strawberries or raspberries, The more you allow yourself to enjoy those foods, the more your body enjoys them, the more satisfying they become. So continue to move in that healthy, healthy direction. Energy expenditure. With different workouts, activities, and on different days, it's going to be different. So, you know, you can estimate how many calories you burn when you take a ballet class. However, we all know some ballet classes are just harder than others. Some days you're working harder than other days, so your body is going to burn more calories. Some days at the gym, you are going to go harder on the elliptical. Other days, you're going to feel more tired and not work as hard and not burn as many calories. So it's not possible to accurately estimate how many calories you've burned in a workout. And even with, you know, those bracelets and Fitbits and things like that, they're not 100% accurate. They might be a close estimation some days. Other days, they might be way off, honestly. You know, we're not at a place yet where... That technology is so advanced that it's telling you exactly how many calories you burn. And on the same token, your estimation of how many calories are in the foods that you eat is not going to be 100% accurate all the time. So there's a large margin of error in calorie counting, and you will get discouraged if you are sticking to a set number of calories and you're not reaching your weight loss goals. And it's not fun to feel discouraged when you're trying to meet one of those goals. It's not super motivating when you're sticking to the numbers and yet it's not working out for you because there are so many other factors, which is why it just doesn't fully work all the time. Our hormones impact our calorie burn. So as you're coming closer to your period, you will burn more calories, which is why we have those food cravings. We're hungrier because our body is burning more calories naturally because of the shift in hormones. So there are so many factors that you can't, you're not going to be able to figure out all the factors all the time and know how many calories you're burning exactly. We're all different. I talk about this a lot and you'll probably hear it in many episodes previous and coming up in the future this concept of bioindividuality. individuality So just because you're 5'5 five five and you weigh 120 pounds doesn't mean that your caloric or nutrient needs are going to be identical to another female at the same height and weight. So when you go into an app like MyFitnessPal and you plug in your height and your weight and your estimated exercise expenditure every day or what you know, what activities you're doing every day, it's going to give you a number of calories that you should eat in order to lose weight. But since you are not exactly the same as another female who weighs 120 pounds and is 5'5", that's not going to be fully accurate. It could be off by a lot. Some of us just naturally do have a quicker metabolic burn than others. Some of us have, you know, hyper energy and our bodies are going, going, going all the time and we're burning a lot more calories. So you can't say I'm going to eat the same amount as her and it's going to work out for me because you're so different. You have to remember that discovering what works for your unique needs and your unique body is possible and it's so very important. So don't get discouraged. Understand that it's a process and you can get there. Calorie counting, as I said before, it can become obsessive. You don't want to be doing something that takes up, you know, tons of your time every day. You're crunching the numbers. You're, you know, you might get to the end of the day and decide, oh, I didn't create enough of a calorie deficit today and then force yourself to exercise even if you're exhausted. You have to listen to your body. We don't want to get into a place of extremes where already you're working in the studio, working towards technical perfection, working to become a better artist, and then on top of that, compounding it with obsessive calorie counting and you know memorizing the amounts of calories in every food, which I'll tell you right now, I've been there, I've done that. It didn't work for me at all because I deprived myself and I tried to get to a place of super negative calorie burn and you know, I would try to eat only 1,200 calories a day while I was dancing all day, and that's just not possible. It's not healthy. It's not going to keep you injury-free. You're going to cause damage to your body. You're going to create a place where you're possibly not getting a period, which is not healthy after a certain age. All women should be getting at least somewhat regular periods. And those of you who maybe aren't, you're going to increase your risk for stress fractures, which of course is going to leave you out of dance for a while. And that is devastating no matter who you are. So we don't want to get into that place of extremes. And calorie counting can really do that, especially for dancers. Since we are such perfectionists, we have our eyes on the prize. So what's the alternative? I want to say the biggest alternative is focusing on whole foods and listening to your body. If you haven't been listening to your body for a long time, it's hard to get back to that place where you are, where you're recognizing hunger and fullness, where you're eating when you're hungry and not just because you have a break or just because you have a certain number of calories allotted to yourself for this hour or this time of day. You want food to be intuitive, you want your eating choices to be intuitive, you know, you'll get to a place where maybe you have pasta one night for dinner that it wasn't super full of nutrients, you know, it was maybe a pasta and a red sauce with some protein, but really lacking in vegetables. The next day, if you get to that place of intuitive eating, I guarantee you're going to crave a salad or you're going to crave some cooked greens. So remember that you can get to that place where your body tells you exactly what it needs and it will tell you, give me some spinach, I'm telling you. So keep an open mind, stay positive, and remember to eat more and more nutrient-dense foods as possible. If you think you need more assistance in the area of food for dancers, I want you to head over to thewholedancer.com and check out the Dancer's Best Body Program. It's enrolling for the January round now through the 15th of January, and this live round is going to start on the 16th of January. This program provides information in nutrition and healthy eating, intuitive eating and mindful eating how to eat for energy, how to eat to decrease inflammation, all the information that dancers specifically need to perform at their highest level and reach their personal best dancer's body. So head over to theholedancer.com and check that out. If you ever have any questions about this particular episode or, or you have a suggestion for a future episode, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you shoot me an email at info at Have a great rest of your day and thank you so much for listening.